Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast for beauty lovers by beauty lovers. I am your host, best-selling author. Someone messaged me and said, you should say that every time. Um, and it feels weird because I'm from Yorkshire. But best-selling author and beauty enthusiast, Lindsay Kelk. I am thrilled to be with you once again, my beauty pals. I will say, just want to start this week by saying, I've had loads of nice messages lately. Um, I got a bit emo. Been a weird old time, hasn't it? I don't know if I mentioned that last time. Definitely did. Uh, been such a weird old time. And uh, it's been so nice just to hear from so many of you and to hear people say that the pod brings them a happy moment. It brings me a happy moment too. So thank you very much. I'm very excited to be back with you. I also have a guest again this week, which is utterly thrilling. And I know I say this every time, uh, the guest is not my cat, in case that's what you just heard. He is with us, Anderson Cooper. Uh, we love a pub pet, but he is not the guest. I know I say this every time, um, but I appear to have just used this season of full coverage uh, to make myself some new best friends. Uh, because this week we are chatting with Andrew Fitzsimmons, hairstylist to the stars, quite frankly, and now to you too, because Andrew has launched his own hair care range. It is fabulous. We'll talk about it more when we get to that chat. Um, but yeah, what a guy. Uh, I... I apparently only talk to people that I've become completely and fully obsessed with because I just completely loved him. His story is genuinely fascinating. I really didn't know that much about his background. I just know his work. Uh, he works with the Kardashians. He works with Megan Fox. So, you know, you're thinking that big bombshell, sexy, A-list celebrity hair. That's what Andrew does. That's what he's best known for. But what he also does is be utterly charming and wonderful and inspirational which is a word that gets thrown around a lot but when you hear his story uh if you are anything like me i think you'll be quite moved by it i utterly loved him um we did have a couple of technical difficulties sound wise so hopefully it all uh is good enough <laughs> let's call it that but it is worth going like oh in out no up down shake it all around because it's such a fantastic story and he is such a wonderful man uh he did have a launch in la last week that i was supposed to attend and i sadly could not go uh which made me dead sad obs because uh there was famous as there and <laughs> who doesn't love a famous who doesn't love a famous anyway moving on to today's episode Rather than opening with new news, I want to talk to you about something a lot of people have asked for. So we've been talking about doing this forever. Uh, so many people message saying, can you actually just do it now? Because I want to buy some stuff, which I respect, obviously. But um, what we're going to do is talk about a couple of recent celebrity brands. Now, wow, it seems like every brand that comes out now is celebrity adjacent or 
personality adjacent so whether it's a makeup artist like a mario or a patrick tar or whether it's an influencer whether it is a celebrity it feels like everything is attached to someone it i can only imagine how hard it must be to actually get cut through now as a brand that doesn't have a a famous I'm, i'm sat here saying like we love a famous and dear god it's true everywhere isn't it and also you know i mentioned in the intro i am an author and it's true there too like a lot of books these days look at how many books are written by a, a celebrity or, or someone who is well known outside of the realm of books it, it is pervasive it is getting everywhere and nowhere as strongly as beauty but of the millions of brands that are out there the two i want to talk about today are the two that are the most requested and that is fenty beauty and rare beauty by selena gomez now we'll start with rare because it's been out in the US a little bit longer than it's been in the UK. I have got a lot of experience with the brand. Uh, it is, I would say it is the brand we're probably asked about the most and it's the brand I most frequently get messages about, which is really interesting to me because it launched here um, with moderate fanfare. It wasn't the loudest brand in the world when it came out and um, it, didn't have, it doesn't have Selena Gomez's name anywhere on it. It just says Rare Beauty. And it's only when you go on the Sephora website now that it says Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. I Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe it always said by Selena Gomez. I think at one point it was just Rare Beauty. Um, it's a really interesting brand because when it launched in the US, it was on Sephora. And when it launched in the UK, it's at Space NK, which immediately elevates it a little bit in the UK at least and when I looked at the pricing we are in honestly it feels so dated and old-fashioned to me now but we are in that less than pleasant world of it being almost the same in pounds for dollars so there is very little pricing difference numerically but it means you're paying more for it in the UK and you know the dollar isn't nearly as strong weak weak strong as it used to be nearly as strong, I guess. Uh, It used to be that, you know, you would pay, if something was $20 here, it was only £10 at home. But now it's much, much closer. Uh, But it's still a little more expensive in the UK. And I think not because it should be, but because of the positioning and because it's in Space NK. I think, you know, if it had gone into Boots or it had gone online only, or I don't know. It feels, Space NK feels like a a higher tier than Sephora to me, where Sephora in the US is very accessible. Uh, Space NK makes it feel a little bit more boutique-y. It's kind of like JVN launched in Space NK, which I was like, oh, is it Space NK? I guess it is. But that's by the by. Um, what I really want to talk about are the products that I have enjoyed and the products that I think are worth your money. And I've got to be honest with you, there are a lot of them. Um, for a brand that kind of flies under the radar, doesn't make a ton of noise, doesn't draw attention to itself very loudly. Um, I have really enjoyed pretty much everything um, I have had from Rare. And there's a bunch of stuff that I think, obviously there are a million versions of every product, but I do think they are approaching best in class or they are right up there with best in class in a lot of what they do. Uh, Number one, my absolute favorite product by them is the soft pinch liquid blush now this comes in a dewy formula and a matte formula i will say i find the dewy formula to be a lot more forgiving but these liquid blushes are so pigmented i am not joking like it is a very very pigmented blush and once you've got it on the skin 
you got to work it in or you are going to look like season one Carrie Bradshaw, Sex and the City slash Aunt Sally slash Ragdolliana. you got to blend it. you got to blend it. Uh, you, you get a little bit of playtime with it, but not an awful lot. Uh, I think the easiest way, it's not the easiest way, because the easiest way is to dot it on and blend it in and do one cheek at a time so you don't end up with that telltale dot in the middle of your cheek. Um, and you can do it with fingers or I actually find it kind of helpful to do it with a small fluffy brush so there's a ColourPop concealer brush that I think is really good for this job um just sort of whisk it and diffuse it a little bit because it is intense um one pot of this one tube of this will last you your entire life it's like I used to get sad when my nana was like oh this is the last coat I'll ever buy it'll see me out and I'll be like nana that's really sad but she's like nope it's a good coat that's a, that's a compliment I'm like you could buy one of these blushes at the age of like 10 and it would see you out it is it's so pigmented it's so concentrated I also love to use it uh, on my lips so I'll use it as a stain so that I've got that lovely monochrome look um, to tie the cheeks and the lips together but they're so pretty there's a bunch of colors um, I think Joy is the one that I really love. I wear Joy a lot, uh, which is a dewy muted peach. Um, also, which one is it? Lucky. Lucky is, it's not Joy. I am a liar. I have Joy. It is the dewy muted peach, um, which is really, really pretty, but it is Lucky is the one that I am nuts for. It is a really, really gorgeous hot pink. It's a very cool tone blue pink. It looks stunning with blue eyes. Um, obviously, I'm very fair skinned, but it, they're so pigmented. It really does work on all skin tones and I love it for that. So that would definitely be my number one pick, Soft Pinch Liquid Blush. The other products that I've really loved when I've tried them, um, the Liquid Highlighter, I think is really lovely. Reminds me a lot of um, High Beam from Benetton. <sighs> Pull one out for Benetton. I mean, I know they're still around, but... I remember when High Beam was like the only highlighter. Before there was highlighter, there was High Beam, says Nana Lindsay. Uh, I also really love the Stay Vulnerable Melting Cream Blush. I think the Melting Cream Blushes are gorgeous. Um, very Stilo convertible color type. Um, beautiful, beautiful. It, it, melting is the right word. It melts into the skin so beautifully. And the shades are, are lovely. There are five shades. There's a deep berry, a true true mauve, mauve. I don't know how we're going with that. Uh, nearly rose is true pink. Nearly apricot, muted coral, and nearly neutral, soft neutral pink. I think I have three of those. I've got nearly neutral, nearly rose, and nearly mauve, mauve. Uh, and I wear all of them. But again, it's it's pretty well pigmented. It's not as pigmented as the Soft Pinch, but they're really lovely. The packaging is gorgeous. It feels like a lovely tactile pink pebble. I really love it. Uh, lip glosses are great. $18 in the US, which is pretty reasonable mid-price lip gloss. Um, I think you can get really good bargainous lip glosses. So, you know, spend the $18 if you want to. Um, the mascara I love. Uh, the Perfect Strokes Universal Volumizing Mascara. I absolutely love it. I have repurchased that. I've bought that twice. Um, and I so rarely repurchase mascaras because there are so many to try and so many great ones. But I really, really, really love it. It's big, bold, fluffy lashes. Uh, doesn't smudge, doesn't flake. Really, really, really enjoy that. And at $20, um, that's not overpriced. But I 
tend to get the mini, which is $11 because obviously mascaras dry out. And I love a mascara mini when it is an option. Uh, I definitely think that is worth your money. The Lip Souffle Matte Cream Lipsticks. These are fantastic. And they really, you know, no one wants to say it, but everyone knows it. They are a really good dupe for the Sunny's Face uh, Matte Lip Creams, which are notoriously hard to get your hands on. If you are looking for something in that same texture, that lovely soft matte that feels comfortable on the lip, um, the lip souffles will not steer you wrong. Uh, the There are so many shades. Again, there are an absolute ton of shades in every color, which is something I really love about Rare. It really does address all the colors. It's not all neutrals. It's not all bright reds. There are pinks. There are um, apricots, there are mauves, there are roses, there are neutrals, there are the brownier shades. The shade um, Inspire, which is the bright red, and it's listed as Selena's go-to shade, so it's what she's wearing in a lot of the press shots. It is beautiful, and I have not seen it on a skin tone where it doesn't look fantastic. It is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful true red. Uh, I love it. I know Harry has it, and she loves it. Uh, I've seen it looking stunning on every skin tone. I really think that is a good choice if you're looking where to spend your money. Um, I'm trying to think what else I really enjoyed. I will say there's nothing I really haven't enjoyed. One of my favorite things is that they do so many minis. Uh, you can get minis of the Soft Pinch and the uh, Souffle Lips, Soft Pinch Blush and Souffle Lips. And if you can get the minis, that's fantastic because as I say, super concentrated, you're never gonna run out. Um, the eyeshadows, there's a couple of eyeshadow palettes and I found those fine. You know, they're not bad. Uh, they're well priced. I found them perfectly fine, um, which is not to say they're not good. It's just to say they're not my favorite thing from the brand. The um, primers I found are fine. The Illuminating uh, Always an Optimist Primer. The liquid eyeshadows. Um, these are also in the Stay Vulnerable collection. You know, I didn't not like them, but I think you could just use the Stay Vulnerable Cream Blush uh, and use that instead. I don't think you need to buy both. The With Gratitude Dewy Lip Balm. These were interesting because I did like them, but I felt like I was missold a little bit because they are very pigmented. I really thought it was going to be more like the NARS um, Afterglow lip balms. I thought it was going to be a much sheerer color. It, it, you know, it's called a lip balm. It's called a dewy lip. I really thought it was going to be, I mean, it says on it, buildable light to medium dose of color. And I would dispute that. I would say the ones that I tried and I tried several were very pigmented. So if you want a very pigmented dewy, dewy lip balm, Obviously, it's not going to stay around that long because it's balm, not a lipstick. But the colors, are, are they do pack a punch and they feel beautiful on the lip, but they do pack a punch. The setting powder is fine. The setting spray is fine. Um, one thing I haven't tried, actually, are the bronzer sticks. Uh, so if anyone's tried the bronzer sticks and wants to let us know, please shout at me at Lindsay Kelk uh, Instagram and I will share those reviews. Um, which really just leaves the concealer, the foundation, and the tinted moisturizer. And this is where things get so subjective. Um, I thought, I've tried all three, and they are totally fine. They are totally serviceable. I am not a massive tinted moisturizer fan because I like a little bit more coverage in my base. But it feels beautiful on the skin, and it does have a nice sort of blurring, diffusing quality to it. Um, but it's very, very, very light coverage. Uh, the foundation, 
I remember Harry really liked it. I thought it was fine. Again, it's, it's very thin, um, but it's got a good amount of pigment to it. Uh, and the concealer I actually did like. I did like the concealer, but it didn't beat my Dior Skin Corrector, uh, the Dior Forever, um, which was my holy grail at the time. Also now the Clinique Even Better Concealer I adore. Uh, so it's fine. Um, but I thought there were better in the market. And I always just have to rate against what I'm finding best in the market at the time, but all fine. One thing I do love about them is the cap. Uh, Selena has used caps that are designed to be easy to remove for anyone who has sort of difficulty manipulating their hands. So if you have arthritis, for example, these caps are really easy to take on and off, which is just really thoughtful. It's just tiny things like that, that, that we need in the industry that, you know, we need to make it more inclusive um, and open to people. All of the shades, as you would expect from someone of Selena Gomez's stature and in her position, her visibility, the the range is very broad. The shades are very broad. You know, she's it's a very inclusive collection with skin tones, which again, massive applause for that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I do really like Rare and it is a brand that I keep my eye on. When something new comes out, I am always interested which is not true of every brand because there are so many, but because I've had so many more hits than misses and I haven't really had any misses, um, just things that haven't been quite as good as I wanted them to be or weren't quite as good as something that already exists, but no real misses to speak of. So it is a brand that I lo look forward to seeing what they are going to do. And uh, yeah, I, I just applaud them. They don't over promote you know they don't bring out things for the sake of bringing things out I feel they really are just building a very solid core line of product and not adding to it for the sake of adding to it as opposed to a lot of brands who will just chuck stuff out because it's a new quarter and it's time to chuck stuff out but it is still young they're still building uh, but I really like it so everyone who has asked what to buy from Rare that is my advice definitely would start with the soft pinch liquid blush uh, and probably the lip souffles and the mascara. The mascara I really do use a lot. I absolutely adore that mascara. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're at on Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. Now, on to one of the buzziest brands, one of the biggest launches of the decade. I mean, if not longer, if not one of the biggest brand launches of all time in the beauty world, Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. Uh, we've also added a by Rihanna in this on Sephora, which is interesting. I think everyone knows where Fenty Beauty came from. Uh, firstly, you know, congrats, Rihanna, a new mother. I hope you're having a lovely time getting some sleep. Um, at least you have all the makeup in the world if you're not getting that sleep. So that's good news. Um, Fenty obviously burst onto the scene a few years back now, um, really sort of around the time that we started. So Fenty... I feel like I've grown with Fenty. Full coverage has grown alongside Fenty. Um, and it really shouted it loud from the rooftops at the beginning, really putting its flag in the sand um, with the diversity that it offered in its brand because it was something that was sorely missing from the industry. How many times we have to talk about how how few brands really cater for every skin tone and Rihanna said absolutely not sir we're not having that I will create makeup and I will make skin uh, makeup for all skin tones uh, and she did and she did it and 
can you imagine Rihanna saying she was going to do something and not doing it apart from bringing out her next album which in fairness she's like you'll get it when you get it I don't feel like she's told any not I don't think she's told any lies uh but yeah Fenty Beauty came out Fenty Beauty became an absolute global phenomenon uh it's in Sephora here in the US again it actually now is in Ulta as well which is huge absolutely huge and when it launched in the UK similar sort of thing to Rare but it was in Harrods <laughs> which I was like what that's crazy because it's a very it's not premium you know it's like mid-tier accessible uh it's not the cheapest makeup in the market but it's far from the most expensive and it was in Harrods but it's now in Boots which we love we love that we love that journey for her uh we love that Fenty's in Boots and that you can all access it very easily and we love that it's so easy to get hold of here in the states as well because Sephora and Ulta um obviously I love Sephora we all love Sephora but just let's all remember that Ulta actually has a much better rewards program than Sephora just keeping that in mind and they don't have free returns I think which is annoying but if you have an Ulta near you you can take things back to the store so that's just something to keep in mind now as to what um, I have loved from Fenty and what I think Fenty does very well it's a lot I think Fenty does a lot of things very very well there are also a lot of things I think Fenty does that are mediocre and there are a few things that Fenty have done possibly limited editions that aren't with us anymore thank god that were poor that were just fully poor I am looking at those frosty eyeshadow palettes of your thankfully gone um but let's start with what they do really well and I think my favorite product from Fenty I mean it definitely is my favorite product I don't know if it always will be but it it's consistently my favorite product is the gloss bomb universal lip luminizer which is the gloss uh and I absolutely love it it's gorgeous the packaging is tactile and feels good and it's nice to have in your hand the finish is beautiful it's comfortable on the lip uh, the light that it brings to the lip is flattering to everyone the shades available since we you know we started with Fenty Glow which is the universal color uh, and now there's a ton of shades it just keeps growing but I think in a really well thought out way it's not just here's a hundred shades figure it out for yourselves like there's six um but I really really love the gloss bomb universal lip luminizer and I have rebought Fenty Glow like a bunch of times I I like to have it I like to know it's around it's like a good pair of jeans you know it's always going to finish off a face it's going to make a really easy outfit um so I love that very 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 much the other product that I use the most actually there's two that I actually use a lot weirdly my favorite stuff from Fenty is like the least sexy stuff so um the eye primer and this was a tip from Ree from really Ree Ree was like get it babe it will change your life she was right it is I genuinely believe the Fenty Beauty eye primer is the best eye primer on the market I was an Urban Decay primer potion devotee for years for years um and I fully switched allegiance over to the Fenty I think it's better I think it is absolutely fantastic it is my favorite eye primer I absolutely adore it my next favorite product from Fenty would be one of the more recent uh, skincare drops, uh, skincare foundation drops, base drops. It's the Fenty Beauty Ease Drop. I can never work out if it's Ease or Easy. It's E A Z E, E A Z E, depending on where you are. I guess Ease Drop, Ease Drop, because like eavesdrop, 
it's not doesn't roll off the tongue but the eavesdrop blurring skin tint wow um now this stuff is magic and i have talked about this on the pod before because when i first got it i could not make it work i know i talked to you about this I was like, I put it on with my fingers and it just disappeared. And then I put it on with a brush and it just looked gross. And I don't understand it at all. And it's terrible. And then I thought, well, why not try applying it with a damp sponge? And holy moly, you guys, it was amazing. It gives such a beautiful blurring finish. It looks like there is nothing on your skin, but your skin looks perfected or elevated. It's not like a mask it's not a full coverage foundation by any stretch of the imagination it is like using a filter it looks like you've used the paris filter in instagram in real life it's so subtle but it's so good i really really truly love it i love the squeezy tube i just think it knocks it out of the park i i have got and i do use the um pro filter hydrating long wear foundation in the tube which again love that tube um and I like it, but I don't love it. The long wear foundation, the original drop, um, which is a matte, it's too drying for me. Um, I think it's really good. I know a lot of people with oilier skins who love it and it does last well. And obviously there are so many shades. It's much easier to find your correct shade in it. Um, but yeah, it's too drying for me. And actually, weirdly, I am a little bit between shades in the pro filter hydrating and the pro filter the long wearing matte um they go a little bit yellow for me on the lighter end of the spectrum but you know what like i have lighter skin there are so many options for me i am still thrilled that this exists and that it goes so deep and that so many people are seen and catered to and serviced that were not previously Uh, and i have my eavesdrop which is a magnificent uh with that in mind also the concealers i think came out the concealers eye brighteners came out at the same time as eavesdrop and or around the same time and they are also really great i love those a lot um the matchsticks i remember loving the matchsticks when they first came out which are the contour highlight blush sticks they are fantastic i love the mag i love that they're magnetized and they all click together because i'm a baby uh but i think they are really really great i know everyone is a huge fan of the lip paints um the stunner lip paint for me i love the color but i just find they smudge like crazy i just i cannot keep them on my face i cannot keep them on my face so they're not my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Uh, Cheeks Out Freestyle Cream Blush. Uh, I, I can't believe I forgot those. I actually use those all the time. I've got three of them that are in fairly constant rotation. Uh, I have Bikini Martini, which is listed as a soft bubblegum pink. But again, it's very close to that um, constantly chasing it. The Stila Convertible Color in Fuchsia is a very, very blue, cool tone pink. Um, also... Crush on Cupid, which is a warmer pink. Uh, and I think, which is the other one that I use a lot? Um, is there's a peachy coral color, uh, which I really, really, really love. And I'll use that on a more neutral day. Maybe it's Popple, Petal Poppin, which is a soft baby pink, but it's, it's, it's a cooler corally type shade. Um, but I, I love a blue pink on my cheeks, as you all know. So I do love those. They seem really tiny. When you get the Cheeks Out Cream Blush, it seems like such a tiny palette, um, but you don't need a lot. 
so I think it's fair. It's $22. And when I first got it, I was like, what? Because I was used to seeing the kilowatt highlighter palettes, which are huge pants, you know, like there's, they're a big um, compact with pretty generous amount of product in it. And these seem so tiny, uh, but they're really great. And I really love them easily as much as the Selena Gomez. Um, and I do love the, I actually really like the compact packaging. They don't take up a lot of space in my makeup bag and they're really easy to travel with. So I do love that about them. The, uh, the Sunstalker Instant Warmth bronzer. Again, not a bronzer person, but I know a lot of people who use this. I know a lot of people who love it. Uh, the Body Lava Body Illuminizer. I know a lot of people who absolutely love it. Um, the Pro Filter Primer. I really like the Fenty Icon Semi Matte Refillable Lipsticks. Really like them. Um, I am not a huge, 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 huge fan of the color choice here. This is what I was talking about with Rare. I think Rare addresses every sort of color base. With the Fenty Icon lipsticks, you have the Fenty Red, like the beautiful, beautiful red. And then everything else seemed to go very brown leaning. Everything else seemed to tone pretty brown, which um, a lot of the lip colors do as well. A lot of the glosses and the lip creams sort of errs brown and that doesn't really do it for me. Um, I did have the same issue with the Slip Shine Sheer Shiny Lipstick. Slip Shine Sheer Shiny Lipstick. Say that 10 times in a row when you've had a couple. Um, as with the Dewy Balms from Rare, they had a lot of pigment in them. Now these are now Slip Shine Sheer Shiny Lipsticks. I feel like they were initially marketed as balms. I might be lying, but they are. there's a lot of um, pigment in them. There's a lot of pigment in them. Uh, I also thought the packaging on these were pretty shitty. Um, the packaging on those felt quite cheap uh, and I was not the biggest fan in the world of those. Uh, the Flyliner Longwear Liquid Eyeliner, I like. I just think there are better liquid eyeliners for a lot less money. The mascara, I did not love. Uh, the mascara, I think there are many, many, many better mascaras for the money. Um, I found it very smudgy. The Snap Shadows Mix and Match Eyeshadow Palettes. I wanted to love these so badly because, again, I am a child. And the same way I loved the magnets in the matchsticks, I love that these snapped together. It was like makeup transformers. I loved it. But they just don't pay off for me. There's just not nearly enough payoff. And I just could never really get on board with them. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot more products. Fenty, as opposed to Rare, Fenty has a lot of products and now there's Fenty Skin as well which we're not going to really go into here because I think it's fine um I'm not blown away by Fenty Skin I, I just you know there's a lot of people who talk a lot review a lot about Fenty Skin who go into details on the ingredients Caroline did it when it came out you can go find that if you're interested to know about the ingredients whether or not it works what I will say um the one product from Fenty Skin that blew me away and I use it all the time is the least sexy product it's possible Rihanna has ever made and that is the hand mask there is a hand cream it's like an overnight hand mask and it is amazing it is packed full of glycerin it has this absolutely beautiful thick unctuous texture but it melts into skin it's like a very thick gel not a cream and it melts into your skin and it gives you the softest hands um and I do love that. Like, honestly, if you said to me, you can only have five things from Fenty and you can never have anything else, that would be one of them. I would run to get that. That would be the first thing. I would just knock it off the shelves into my supermarket, supermarket sweep 
basket. Um, I would also get the eavesdrop for sure. I would get the lip gloss for sure. I would get the cheeks out uh, cream blushes for sure. Uh, and you know, and the eye primer. That would be it. They were, I, and I would be happy. I would be very happy. I will say I haven't tried yet because it literally just dropped uh, the Poutsicle Hydrating Lip Stain. I bloody love a lip stain and it says it's a hydrating lip stain which makes me feel all warm and tingly in the YSL glossy stain area uh, and I'm, I cannot wait to get those. I love the idea of Poutsicle. I love the idea that it's going to give you a popsicle lip. Um, very um like korean inspired thing there like the the popsicle lip um, if you go on yes style if you look at a bunch of the korean brands japanese brands you'll see that popsicle lip uh in inspired look going on so that's interesting to see from fenty who has traditionally like it's been very traditional uh product ideas you know lipstick mascara eyeshadow we haven't seen a lot of trend led uh, mostly I think because where we have seen trend led stuff it was shit uh, those icy eyeshadow palettes and that highlighter palette honest to god breaks my heart breaks my heart I really did think because at the beginning Fenty was so about the kilowatt highlighters and it was we were in peak highlighter weren't we and now we're not in peak highlighter anymore I feel like I'm barely a sexy robot these days I'm more like a very tired robot that forgot to get its brasso out and give itself a rub that that sounds weird um but yeah my, I'm, I personally am using a lot less highlight when I do use highlight these days I'm more likely to use something like the Chanel uh stick and just give myself a bit of a glow a bit of a healthy glow which I'm missing as a human <laughs> because I've been inside for two and a half years uh it wasn't a lot of time for wearing highlight in your house during lockdown was it I think lockdown really did kill highlight um, but who knows with the arrival of like half moon maybe highlight and glitter are all coming back I keep hearing glitter's back I keep hearing glitter is back so maybe sexy robot will ride again hard to say hard to know but yeah Fenty just a really interesting brand and going nowhere at this point I mean Fenty really feels just bedded into the consciousness doesn't it Fenty is just with us forever I mean you barely even I mean you always think about Rihanna I think about Rihanna at least four times a day but Fenty exists alongside but also separate from Rihanna now which I think was utterly genius calling it Fenty and not calling it Rihanna's makeup uh so clever 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 people at Fenty Beauty and always curious to see what they do it is weird I asked you guys what you thought about it and the overwhelming response was very much I always want it to be better than it is um and I think that's really fair I think it's a really good fair to middling brand with a couple of really great highlights that's doing something really important to raise awareness and create diversity and representation in the beauty industry. I feel like perhaps the legacy of beauty will the legacy of Fenty Beauty will be more important than the products it's themselves. I think it's you know what they've done for the industry, what they've done uh, for especially darker skin tones in saying hey this market exists we are here you you should be creating product for us when so many brands were saying mm, but we don't have enough people wanting to buy it which was absolute bollocks and racism and hideous hideous uh response to a very real problem i think fenty has changed that and for that it, it we should be always thankful but i am always interested to see what they come out with even though more often than not, I'm like, oh yeah, that's okay. Rather than, oh my God, this is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, 
I'm still really interested to see what they do. And partly part of that is because it's still a relatively new brand. Uh, so they're still bringing new stuff out. But I'm curious. We'll remain curious. Uh, and that's where I am on Fenty. So thank you to everyone who messaged saying, please talk to us about Fenty Beauty. Please talk to us about Rare Beauty. I have done that. <laughs> there are so many more, so many more celebrity brands. I really want to talk to you about Play from Peyton List. Um, I really love that, but I think it's not in the UK yet. And I've had so many people say, please don't talk to me about it because it's not in the UK. So we will come back to Play from Peyton uh, when it's been bedded in for a little bit more and uh, they have found a UK distributor, I think. But generally speaking, I'm relatively pro. Uh, now... On to the most exciting part of this episode for me, because I get to re-listen to my lovely chat with lovely Andrew, just the most charming Irishman in the whole world, possibly. And that is a large statement. Think about what that means. Think about all the charming Irishmen that exist. Think about Jamie Dornan. Uh, and I'm saying that Andrew is more charming. So saddle your horses. Actually, don't saddle them. Take the saddles off your horses. Sit the horse down. Hang the saddle up make yourself a cup of tea uh, and settle in because right after this break, I will be chatting with Andrew Fitzsimmons himself and I cannot wait for you to hear it. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Andrew, very, very, very happy to have you here with us today on full coverage. Uh, we have a million questions to ask you, so I'm just going to jump right in. Um, tell us how you got started in hair. Whoa. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, just an easy one to start. Okay, that's an easy one to start. That's a, just a 15-minute answer. Um, I How did I get my start in hair? I got my start in hair in the summer of 2001. Um, I was in a... I, I grew up in Dublin, uh, in Ireland, and uh, I was in a... I was in secondary school. My first year of secondary school, um, my Catholic boys' school, and uh, I absolutely hated it. I was... Uh, very gay, as I still am, and um, but unfortunately bullied mercilessly and um, wasn't having a great time in life And uh, at 13. And um, I asked my mom to get me a summer job, and um, I, th I think she, she scoured. She, I get, I'm sure she really, I never, I've never asked her about this, actually, but um, I'm sure she tried to figure out what would be best for me. Obviously, it wasn't going to be anything 
physical or sports related or labor related it was going to be on the i'm sure she checked the local like flower shop uh, local hairdresser <laughs> like she's like what are all the gay things that are jobs <laughs> we love a supportive mom though we yeah love that. <laughs> totally um so she got me uh she got me a summer job at a local hair salon um uh full like blue rinse like you'll you'll understand the blue rinse brigade um uh yeah local hair salon with the nanas and um i started enjoying life for the first time i was like i had my personal life outside of school obviously and thank god i grew up in a time when before social media in school where actually when school was done school was done um so i definitely had like uh, time to breathe outside of school uh but working in the hair salon was the first time i was like around other people and i wasn't scared of being ridiculed or attacked or anything like that for the first time um so definitely made me feel at ease um and i really got used to that like feeling of safety um so and i loved doing hair instantly i was instantly really good at it i loved the people i was around i loved nanas so (laughs) um (laughs) it was it was a it was a nice little situation i got so i was like okay i'm 100 percent definitely not going back to that hellhole school and i am going to do hair for the rest of my life and Luckily, I was able, after months of uh, negotiations, we'll say, um, I um, I somehow convinced my mom to support me in this, in the uh, decision. And yeah, so that was 21 years ago and I'm still going strong. That's amazing. Well, I mean, going strong is an understatement. You're doing, you're doing fairly well. Uh, she says the girl from Doncaster to the boy from Dublin. You're doing all right for yourself. As my, as my grandmother said, I'm not. I'm not roaming the streets. I'm not roaming the there streets. There you go. It, it yeah. keeps you off the streets. Then yeah. you're one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's how you got into hair. Um, yeah. You're known for your really glamorous, really sexy, gorgeous looks. Um, how did you go from Nana uh, mm-hmm. to <laughs> where you're at now, which is definitely like known for your big celebrity clientele? Um. It was that that was probably a good 15 year journey, to be honest. Um, um, a hair salon was a really safe environment for a while, but I, I I was 13 when I left school, so that was highly illegal. So I had to move around a lot. So I got really used to not staying in one place too long, not really laying down too many foundations or 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 gaining too many friends because I would inevitably they would ask for me for like, um, you know, uh, birth cert or whatever for, for administration. And then I would have to basically leave and go to another hair salon. I think I was in about eight different hair salons over the course of like a couple of years. And um, yeah, it really taught me to how to be okay with myself to a certain degree, um, not to get too comfortable, to get used to change, um, which was something that I am really glad that I learned. And I've realized over the years, there's so many lessons that I learned that I didn't really realize I was learning and they were very difficult lessons, but I'm glad they were absolutely necessary for the life that I live now. Um, but uh, yeah, the hair sal- the salon, I, I knew that there had to be an end point to that. I knew, uh, I think someone had come into the hair salon and requested one of the, um, in this place I was working in town, um, a hairstylist for a photo shoot. And the person that everyone would have, the, the senior stylist that everyone would have suggested wasn't there. And I was kind of like the, 15 year old uh who was just interested in everything and was talked to everybody about every hair reference and fashion reference whatever they're like okay let, i guess let andrew do it and i just i got to create i got to uh, be in a team i get to be 
it was just, it was, uh, my first photo shoot changed me forever and changed what I thought hair was and what my life could be forever. Um, and I realized that, yeah, fashion would be the vehicle in which I get to, um, I get to indulge in more passions than just hair and grannies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could actually put together so many other things that I was interested in, which was um, music, references, um, uh, pop culture references, uh, historical references, uh, ideas that I had that I, w- I wanted to be able to share. Um, so the the next uh, place to go to, a lot of people in Ireland, they if they leave Ireland, they go to England. It's like the, cl- the closest place and, it, and it's the closest English-speaking um, country. Um, but I wanted to go to Paris. I just had this weird romantic vision of myself and part of this whole Oscar Wilde idea in my head. Um, of not being understood in my own country, and maybe, um, maybe if I um, cult- cultivate myself in Paris, I could be the person that I wanted to be. So I moved there. Um, I tried to learn everything that I could in Paris. I was by myself. I didn't speak French. I just had my own little apartment, and literally no friends, no nothing. I managed to get a, a an agent somehow. I think I was about sixteen. And um, I just used to go to the magazine archive every day and try to um, learn all of the silhouettes, all of the references, all the designers, all the photographers, all the models from literally the start of fashion um, as we know it until now. Um, And I realized that Paris had its limits also. Um, And I moved to New York when I was 21. Um, And that's when I started combining the the fashion aspect with the personability towards the celebrity aspect of my job that I like being, being able to disarm people that you kind of have automatically have to employ in the, in the hair salon that you don't really have to employ in photo shoots. Um, so it started all coming together in the States um, because they have everything here. I was living, I, I was 21 when I moved to New York. It was the, one of the fashion capitals of the world. I still got to do fashion. Um, I got to incorporate celebrity and um, commercial work in my job. And then uh, then after a while working with hair brands. So I really got to, to learn so many different aspects of the industry, not just day-to-day doing hair, which I was doing also every day and still am. Um, but it was the other parts of the industry too that made it a real career for me and made it feel like a career for me that I could kind of get to showcase different parts of what I had to give as a person um and that all kind of got it all moved to a place where i find myself now where all of those lessons and all those self-imposed hardships that i went through over the years and sacrifices um have led to the life that i've created for myself that i am so happy in and so grateful for um and hair is hair hair and women have been the 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 um, parts of my life that have been the most supportive and uh, meaningful and long-term. I haven't had anything long-term in my life um, except for my life with hair and my life with women. Oh, well, I've got one thing that's hopefully going to be long-term that I'd love to talk to you about, and that is your new brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what a gift you have given us <laughs> all of these years of experience. Um, talk to me about it. Tell me about the brand. Um, well, uh, yeah, like after, after all of that, after 21 years of, of doing hair and living in, in so many different continents and all around the world with 
so many different types of women, different jobs, different um, uh, different situations in which I do my job. I, I knew that I wanted to be able to, as I said, stitch all of those experiences and, and my outlook and my um, belief system uh, into one kind of contribution to hair care and also to women. Um, my mom supported me. It was just me, my mom, and my little sister growing up. And um, in the hair salon, women supported me. Hair was my was my vehicle. Um, so I always knew that when I created a brand, I wanted to be as inclusive as I possibly could. As as a gay kid who grew up who was excluded for, from everything, from history, from from the present, from the future, from everything, um, it's something that I'm just have a, a a reaction to. So I wanted to create a brand in which I just. My, my main agenda in life now is to, to do as little harm as possible and share as much love as possible. So I wanted to create a brand that, that, that did exactly that, to have all of, that year, all of those years of experience in hair and create the most um, futuristic formulas and have the most luxurious type of brand that is detail-oriented from formulas to packaging to concepts, but then also to have a message behind the whole brand, which hopefully people can connect to. Um, and that is my idea of women. And that's my idea of how women should be approached and spoken about and to in the space of beauty, because it's wrapped up in identity at the end of the day. And, and the beauty industry has taken so much from women and, and capitalized so much on women and exploited women so much for so long that I wanted to be able to, in hair care, at least move the needle in the opposite direction. That's amazing. Um, tell me about the campaign. So we'll post a bunch of the campaign images um, on our Instagram so everyone can see them and in our Facebook group. But um, they are incredible. Talk to me about that campaign, how it came together. The campaign was like, it was, so my my house for a long time really looked like I was a very stubborn detective trying to track down a serial killer. Um, <laughs> it was, there was just, pictures on every possible surface all over my windows all over my walls in my bedroom I was just consumed by this like what I what could be my first campaign and what it could be and how I could get all of the messaging that I wanted to get out of there um how I just I became kind of obsessed with it for for a long time I had to just be surrounded by it and kind of consume it and and then and then let it flow um I knew that for the the product side of things, I wanted to create not only with the imagery, but even with the scent, the packaging, everything, um, worlds, experiences for each of the collections to live in. Um, so part of the so the campaign is kind of split up into two different concepts. One of them being um, uh, just the the worlds of the collections, like the the repair, the virgin repair world, the um, body volume world, and what. Who that who that woman is and what what um, what the messaging is and ba- basically being just able to get across the whole the whole message of each collection what it does and what it's all about um, and then the other side of the campaign which is basically the more general more like what says the the imagery that speaks most about the brand I suppose is our our main imagery, which is we have called larger than life, which is I, I have some of the props oh, wow. in my head. Um, <laughs> these giant, giant bottles and these women power in just these women taking full focus and being larger than life in every kind of way. Um, 
just uh, being able to to hit the reset button on how we show women, how we communicate about women, how we sell to women. And I wanted that, that expression to be one of like um, strength and freedom. Um, so I, I didn't want it to be this like archaic version of hair care advertising where it's this like cardboard cut out hair that's an unrealistic amount of hair that no, nobody has in real life that doesn't apply to real life at all or women's experiences at all outside of that one day on the photo shoot um, for that model. Um, so yeah, I wanted to, you see nothing but the blue sky, which represents to me freedom, possibilities and, and my products in the background, but having these strong women just shown in their strength and beauty, um, and their hair just fl flying wildly in the air and basically saying, whatever you think, you know, about hair care, whatever you've been told about hair care or whatever you think that that looks like, um, just disregard it. We have to. We have to start somewhere new. Um, so for me, the messaging was was really important because it's, it was obviously it's it's a lot of people's first impression of the brand. And what I wanted to do was hit a reset button on the hair care industry as as a whole and showcase maybe a, a new concept um, and try to drive things in a, in a in a different direction. As a brand founder. Um, was there anything in particular, any lessons that you feel like you learned from building a brand that were new to you? Um, many, 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 <laughs> more than I, more than I wanted. <laughs> more nice, than I nice. wanted. We'll have a learning experience, but in a limited it, capacity. It sure, it sure is. Well, actually, do you know what? One, one thing that I, that has been a journey for me is I have, I'm so used to just looking after myself and only worrying about myself and only being really responsible for myself. So working with a whole team has been a true learning experience, how, learning how to, like I'm used to teams in terms of photo shoot, whatever. It's like you, you come up with the idea, you get the team together, you, you all play to your strengths, you produce them, then it comes out and then everybody moves on. And the next photo shoot is your favorite photo shoot. And then the next one and the next one, and they all kind of start uh, get, getting duller and duller over time in your memories, so you're kind of focused on the future. Whereas the brand is, and and that team, it it's it's like a family almost, it's, or a marriage. It's um, it's something. It's a it's a different type of relationship that I've really had to try to uh, kind of like in a relationship or a close relationship, really monitor where 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 I go who I am in that in that situation and who I want to be in that situation because it's relatively new I was kind of just kind of acting on default because it was work and I know how to operate and work but after a while I was really okay this is a, this is a different type of situation I really need to pay attention to who I want to be in this situation and learn and grow and I'm still doing that um so one of the one of the the, the biggest things for me as a founder is going from a, a member of a team and at the end of the day, a hairdresser on the on the call sheet is on the lower end of the call sheet. Um, so someone with not a lot of power to like being able to have the space to get my ideas across, get everything from, from the inside of my head outwards, but working with a team of people who want the same thing as you and for you um, has been a really beautiful experience and one that I'm really trying to learn how to uh, be the best version of myself in as possible um, because it's just so completely new to me. 
as someone who largely works by herself and for herself, that sounds like something that would be a challenge. So it, it is, it is. But you know, all all relationships are challenges, even 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 work ones. So, but the thing is, it's it's all about intention and acceptance and trying to you know navigate through it and and play to your uh, higher frequencies rather than your lower frequencies amazing because fear can come up because you know what when something has your name on it it gets a little scary when (laughs) when push comes to shove but like who who do you want to be under pressure you know yeah all right that's a good lesson for everyone to learn if you could work with anyone who you haven't worked with yet who would it be my answer i don't have the best answer because it's not very exciting it would literally just be to brush Cher's hair in the 70s that's the best answer ever. I don't even have to do anything to it, but just literally, I would just love to sit there and brush her hair while she's sitting at the mirror doing her makeup. I would just love, I'll just sit behind her and just brush her hair. So that. I'll, I'll come and hold your bags. Okay, please do. It'll, it'll just be a, a brush in it, but okay. Yeah, well, I'll just, I'll hold the, the brush at the bottom. I don't know, whatever you need. <laughs> but I'll be right with you. I saw her in Vegas a couple of years ago um, and it was like life-changing. She is a goddess and I can't fault you for that at all. I went to see her by myself when I was 15 because no one would go with me because nobody know, knew or cared who she was around me at that time. Monsters. And it was one of the best nights of my life. Yeah, how could it not be? It's Cher. She's incredible. I do remember the one thing that I remember from that show was she paused in the middle of a song and said, what is your grandma doing tonight? And <laughs> I just, I was like, this is everything I want out of life. This is who I want to be. And that she is the energy is. I want to carry forever. She's such an inspiration. And she's still such an inspiration. Like, like even just nowadays, like Twitter version of Cher is still just like such a rebel. I just love anyone who's a rebel. Yeah, yeah. And says exactly what she's thinking and feeling all of the time, which is just amazing to me. So before I let you go, um, I have to ask you, what is next? What's next up for you? What is next? Um, I mean, a nice sit down, I should imagine, would be would be. Yeah, that'll (laughs) happen sometime this decade, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, it's honestly half of it is going to be. How do I how do I balance my my personal life with with uh, a global brand? Um, a good complaint to have, but one that um, requires thought uh, regardless. Um, I have to figure out how to be uh, a human being <laughs> as well as <laughs> a new a new business person. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, um, where I'm going to me, it's not there's no linear way. Um, I just hope that we can do, I can um, continue to create, um, continue to um, cooperate, um, continue to um, hopefully shed light on on some things that are sometimes left in the shadows. Um, my main agendas are really to um, be happy, to be fortunate enough to be creative and to hopefully move um, the hair care industry in in a way where I'm truly fully proud of it for what it can be, um, not what it was. That's amazing. I think that's a fantastic answer. And I want that for you and also the sit down. Uh, so work-life balance, <laughs> changing the hair care industry for the better and a lovely rest. Uh, and I think you've nailed it. What a champ, what a guy. We love a man who loves a nana. As a self-proclaimed nana, <laughs> I, I wish you could have seen my face 
I should find the screenshot from our Zoom and show you my face when he started talking about Nana's and I was just delighted. What a guy though. I mean, what a story. I had no idea. I just imagine being up against all that shit and turning it into such an incredible career, an incredible life. Uh, what a hard worker and just someone who is out trying to make the world a better place. Like what? There are so few of those people. I really, really, really loved Andrew. Uh, I've had a chance to play with some of his products since we chatted, since we chatted. Um, and they're just really lovely. Uh, they're available in Boots in the UK. They're available in Ulta in the US. The prices are fantastic. That was such an important thing for him. It was such, he, I mean, you know, he's so obviously desperate for everyone to be able to access great hair care. It's a right and everyone should be able to get it, which I love from him. Uh, the prices are really well priced. It's good sized products and they're all really lovely. They, they are very heavily fragranced. I will say they are very strongly fragranced, but that all leans into, you know, the sexy, touchable hair that his his vibe like he wants your hair to feel sexy he wants you to feel sexy when you're using it he wants you to feel great um and the products are gorgeous i mean there's the the apre sex texture spray is like the big um hit i guess is the is the cult product that you're hearing the most about because that's very much his vibe of this big sexy hollywood touchable post shag let's call it apres sex but if you're from doncaster post shag uh <laughs> texture spray um it's gorgeous the discreet af dry shampoo i'm there's nothing discreet about my shampoo dry shampoo usage it is it's regular and it's intense uh but yeah i really love this range i really love what he's doing and i really loved him so thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Andrew. And I hope everyone will go out and try your lovely, lovely products because you're a lovely, lovely man. Okay, let's do it. You know what time it is. On the count of three. One, two, three. Highlight of the week. There it is. There it is. It's time. Uh, I have a hair product this week as my highlight of the week. And unlike Andrew's marvelous range, it is not affordable. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but I uh, would like all of the girlies and gents with damaged hair, bleached hair, color treated hair, uh, heat damaged hair, fragile hair, anyone who does not have a perfect, luscious, thick, shiny mane that you could swish around like you're in a hair commercial already. I would like you to come closer. I would like you to sit down. I would like you to take out a pad and a pen or your phone, uh, notes app. I mean, whatever you need, but I am about to share a secret with you. It's not really a secret. It's literally in the shops. There are billboards all over the Americana, um, my closest shopping mall advertising it. But I recently tried this product. My hairdresser actually put it on me. Um, she was like, oh, you've got to try this. It's so great. And I'm like, is it? Because how many times have we heard that things are great? And they're not. They're just a thing. Uh, but this is the K18 Leave-In Molecular Repair Hair Mask. Now, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. But it is witchcraft. I mean, it's not. It's science. You can tell by the name that it is a leave-in molecular repair hair mask. <laughs> that it is science. 
Um, it is a, I'm going to read you from the website because otherwise I'm just going to sit here screaming, it's witchcraft, it fixed my hair through the use of magic uh, at you. And that's probably not true. But it is a leave-in treatment mask for all hair types that clinically reverses damage in four minutes. The patented, patented, depending on where you are, peptide technology works to repair damage from bleach, color, chemical services, and heat, restoring strength, restore, restoring, restoring strength, softness, smoothness, and bounce to hair. If I were a professional, I would go back and re-record that. But we're between friends, aren't we? And I think you enjoyed the restoring strength. Um, the restoring strength. I don't know how to tell you. I mean, I do know how to tell you how much I paid for it, which was 75 American dollars. And I did not realise it was going to be American $75 when I picked it up in Sephora because my hairdresser used it and I was like, oh, wow, this is genuinely really amazing. My hair feels incredible. Uh, and then I was in Sephora picking up something else and it was right by the counter with the minis because it's really little. It's only 50 mils. And I was like, well, I don't know how much it is, but it can't be that much. It's with the minis. And it was $75. And um, I did not have time to think about it or I wouldn't have bought it. And honestly, it is exceptionally expensive but I do feel comfortable in saying if you have $75 to spend on your hair it is worth it because my hair is bleached as we all know bleached frequently uh, and I am a regular Olaplex user uh, I use um, my colorist uses Olaplex in my bleach um, and I use the uh, treatment after bleach after having it done um not all the time because you don't use it all the time but I use it and I'm like yeah I guess my hair is healthier for using it than not using it but it's not mind-blowingly different you know not obviously apparently visibly different every time you use it k18 is mind-blowing so you wash your hair you don't use conditioner which imagine on recently bleached hair I the first time I washed it after I had it bleached um, it always feels super rough to the touch because the cuticle is open, your hair is so porous, it's so unhappy because of what you've done to it. Uh, you have to be so delicate, it's so fragile. So I washed it, I didn't condition it, I apologized to it profusely in the mirror, um, wrapped it in a hair turban, like a microfiber hair turban to um, get some of the water out very gently because we don't mess with bleached hair. And then I used one pump of the K18. My hair's pretty short right now. It's sort of just below chin length. It's a little bob. Um, use one pump. When your hair is still damp, um, you sort of do the um, aesthetician swipe, you know, do the prayer hands, to disperse it into your hands. And then you comb it through your hair with your hands. You have to leave it for four minutes. You can't do anything else to it for four minutes. So you put that on leave it on for four minutes. Then after the four minutes, you can put on any styling products that you would like to use. I didn't the first time I use it because most often I don't. I just air dry my hair uh, and then I'll add something at the end if it needs it or when it's almost dry, I might add a moisturizing end cream or something to whatever it needs. So I like to try and give it everything it needs and then see if it needs anything to, to top it up at the end. So I just washed with the Beauty Pie uh, shampoo actually and then dried, use the K18 mask, one pump of it. My hair had never been this soft and shiny ever since I've had it bleached, ever since I've had it bleached. And I went out to meet some friends for dinner and I fully made them touch it. I fully was like, guys, get a load of this. It's nuts. It's so good. 
it is so good and it is so expensive and it made me very anxious uh to buy it and now be hooked on it but I've never ever used anything as good as this I paid for it this is not sponsored they don't know I'm talking about it I haven't even been in touch with them to tell them um it's so good and I think one of the great things about it when I look at how much it costs because Olaplex is not cheap but it's much cheaper than this but one bottle of Olaplex I'm burning through it like so quickly because you need so much to saturate the hair with K18 you use such a tiny amount and you only use it for your first four to six washes so the first four to six times you wash your hair while you have it you use it every time and then after that you only need to use it for maintenance so you don't need to use it every time so I did the four to six I think I did it four times um and now I use it sort of every third wash maybe every third maybe every fourth uh and it is holding up beautifully my hair remains as soft and silky you do like I say go easy use tiny amounts because um you can overdo it and if you use too much, you'll know your hair feels like it's got too much conditioner in it. So really, really, really go very, very steady. Like I say, I've got sort of a bob between chin and shoulder. My hair's pretty fine, but I've got a lot of it. And one pump is absolutely fine for me. Um, two pumps, I guess, if you are longer than that. And if you've got very, very long, lots of hair, three. But it really is super concentrated and it is so good. It is so good. I really, 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 really love it. Um, and I'm so excited to have such an ex a brilliant highlight to share with you. Less excited that it's so expensive. But if you're looking for an amazing leave-in hair product to fix whatever ails your hair, this is the one. This is the one. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It is genuinely fantastic and I love it. Uh, so that's what I wanted to tell you about today. K18 hair. You can go to k18hair.com and read all about the actual science. I, I mean, none of us care, do we? Because witchcraft. It's hair witchcraft. But it's fantastic, especially if you're bleached, especially if you're damaged, heat damage too. It's I've seen it work miracles um, and it's fantastic. So go check that out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to Andrew. Um, we love you. <laughs> you absolute babe. Uh, it was a delight to have him on and delight to hear his story. And I just hope he goes from strength to strength with everything that he's doing because what a guy loved him thank you to you if you are a member of our facebook group it's a lovely place to be at the moment it's a lovely place to be you're a, just a smashing bunch aren't you uh but yes uh, go along to facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast hit that top pin post and join the beauty chat group uh, we would love to have you we would love to chat all things beauty with you I am on Instagram at Lindsay Kelk. You can find me there. I'm always down to chat beauty or at Twitter at Lindsay Kelk. Beauty people don't seem to be on Twitter so much, do you? We're mostly on Instagram and Facebook, I feel like, because, you know, Twitter's for shouting about awful people. Um, so <laughs> come to Instagram, come to Facebook. That's where I'm happiest. That's where I'd love to see you. Uh, and I'll be back in two weeks. We have another episode coming in two weeks. Uh, this time we'll be chatting with PK from The Ordinary, who is going to tell us a whole bunch about the new Ordinary hair care line and a whole bunch uh, about the Ordinary products in general. And he's answering your questions, which is thrilling, thrilling. Everything's thrilling today. It's word of the day. Uh, but that is happening in two weeks. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a wonderful time between then and now. Take care of yourselves and thank you for being here. Bye. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.